This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This week on Spanky's Corner. A podcast! Rub them all over your body and move on. I said a beef hot links. We're Rockford rich. Jackpot. I said a beef hot links. I think I'm going to fuck Hot Pockets. I'm going to piss on their attitude. Beef kielbasa, hot smoked sausage, cheddar worse. Crunk. We buy our luxuries at Marshall's. Fresh. When I say Hillshire, you say farms. Hillshire. Spankies. Spankies. Welcome back. It's Banky's Corner, a podcast. A what? A podcast! This is a big episode because we sat down with Lauv. He's going to be one of the co-hosts on this upcoming episode. Yeah, he's awesome. We sat in the boiler room at the Riviera Theater and we tried to talk with him. And a girl told him his dog was going to die. Oh my God, all right. So... <laughs> that had to be the worst thing I've seen someone do around somebody <laughs> they love and admire so much. She was such a sweet girl. Like, do you... Th- do you think it was like word vomit or did she think like this was information he needed to know? Like, was he going to return his dog? <laughs> Lauf had a dog named Billy who was what, about 11 months old, he said? It was a toy Pomeranian. Yeah. Um, and he was almost a year and like this little thing comes running out. I thought it was a bunny. I thought a bunny got loose in the venue, but it was his dog because it was so tiny. And I look up at him and I go, oh my God, how old is it? Because I thought it was just a baby. I thought it was a baby dog because it was so small. And he goes, it's almost a year he's a toy pomeranian so that's as big as he's going to get and the girl looks up and goes oh they die really early (laughs) (laughs) and we're like i i just like didn't know what to say and lauv gets visibly upset he thinks his dog's gonna collapse and die right there in the boiler room at the riviera theater and he was like well how long and she goes like till about seven but you just got him, so you got some time to enjoy him. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> he and he's like distraught, and he's like, "Okay, can we can we change the subject?" This, this I don't want. She was so sweet. She was back there to meet him, it was like a meet and greet thing or something. I don't know. And that's that was her opening line. It mm. was like the ring for that dog. Like you know what I mean, where you'd get the telephone call <laughs> seven days. She calls him seven years. <laughs> Like, what is, I mean, what is he going to do at that point? Like, what, I just, no disrespect, but like, just think before you tell someone their dog's going to die. Then right afterwards, we had a chat with him and we did bring up the dog and that's coming up in this episode. And, you know, he was very, very good as usual. We play a solid game of F Mary kill with him. What else do we do coming up? We have a big high level super like a high level record executive jumping on the show today to oh my critique God, I totally our podcast. forgot about that. Yes, we do. Um and he's got a lot of opinions about this podcast. Um him and I get into a fight. Are we airing that on this one? I don't think we're airing that on this one. Him and I don't get into a fight. We get into a fight in a later episode. <laughs> 
he's a high powered uh a record executive here in the city of Chicago for an unnamed label, but just know it's a very, very big label. Oh, can we not say? I don't know, can we? I don't know if he wants us to or not, but his name's Josh. We've okay. known him for a very long time, and he comes on. He's a frequent listener of the podcast, and he came on to not only ask us questions about the podcast, but also critique it. Spanky's Corner. A podcast! Something made me very angry yesterday. It wasn't that little girl telling... The artist's dog was going to die. Um, so yesterday, as you know, was the Chicago Marathon. Um, to nobody's surprise, you and I did not run. What? <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, I'm positive. I was there. I mean, I was not there. This is what pissed me off. Um, I drive to the station to park my car, and I call an Uber because I'm going to go to Sonics. Um, so while I'm waiting for the Uber, people are walking around the city with that that like tarp thing tied around their neck yeah it's like plastic i don't know what the reason it is for it but I'm i, sure I, that I, I think it's just something they give them i thought like the first person i saw with it i was like oh my god that's the winner because like i thought like he breezed through <laughs> see you can tell i don't run these because like i clearly didn't know why he had this like i was like oh my god he breezed through the finish line and got that and nobody else did and then i saw every single person had one i'm like okay this must just be a thing but there was like a certain air to them that was like unmatched and I understand that they're proud of themselves. Incredible feat. I will not deny you on that, especially since I can't even run a 5K. Are you about to piss on someone's big day? Mm-mm. Their big accomplishment? Nope. I'm going to piss on their attitude. <laughs> <laughs> when I was standing there waiting for my Uber, the way they were looking at me with their Eric Carmen hungry eyes was as if they wanted me to congratulate them. I could only recreate it to you because. This is a podcast, so you can't see me, but it was a lot of this. <laughs> well, but how many times, like, we rode the train up there yesterday to the Riviera Theater? Like, on the red line, how many people did you see with the medals around their neck? And how many times did you hear congratulations come out of people's faces? I think I heard it once, maybe. So they're giving you a look like they're expecting you to say congratulations. Yes. And when you don't, they get visibly upset. I don't know why some little five foot human with purple hair needs needs to end the fulfillment for you um i sort of agree with you on some of the things first of all i was in an uber on friday Did night you get the look? and the guy was asking me if i was going to run the marathon the next day i'm like absolutely not he goes i and i said some of the fact of i don't know why anybody would ever do that ever for any reason at all and the uber driver responds with i've done five uh, and i'm like well, that's good. Oh, oh well it's a great accomplishment good job i'll just get out here thanks bye sunday the entire city shut down as people are just running through the city and whatever else And it ends in the same park that it starts. This is problem number one I have. If you're going to run 26 miles, don't you think you should be somewhere else 26 miles away when you get done running the fucking thing? You literally start where where you finish and you finish where you start. Yeah, it's not very neat. You would expect to end up somewhere else with better scenery. I want to be in the lake. Somewhere. Indiana, perhaps. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's Indiana. Um, My thing is... I am not denying that what they're doing is incredible. Mm. I'm not denying that it's a great feat. They should be very proud of themselves. But to me, you didn't win. <laughs> well, to be fair, there's like 40,000 people that did not win yesterday. Right. But In fact, unless- 40,000 people weren't even close. Unless you are that prodigy from Kenya. <laughs> but I mean, it, it is one of the only, it is one of the only events anywhere where if you finish, you get a pat on the back, even though you're not within four hours of the person that finished, that won the whole thing. Listen, if I see the guy from Kenya, I'll kiss him on the mouth. Wow. 
All right, let me ask you a question then. Sure. Let's say you ran the marathon. Okay. Would you wear your medal around all day and most of the next day and do the exact same thing? Yeah, absolutely. They're entitled to do that. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be proud of themselves, that they shouldn't continue to wear their garb, whatever. I'm just saying do not sit there and stare at me until I congratulate you because I'm a peasant who didn't run. But now, did you ever take into consideration that for the next few days, they're going to be suffering? Like, they're, they're going to have sore muscles. They're going to have shin splints. They made a choice to run. Think about what we're going to have to do for the people with shin splints. We're going to have to run 5K for them. So that way we can find a cure for shin splints. <laughs> <laughs> I've had shin splints. They suck. Well, we should run 5K for that. And you know what? I can't run because I have cardio-induced asthma. <laughs> So brave. Hashtag um, survivor. We should run 5K for that, too. Yeah, when we get our ratings, we don't stand outside on Stetson because we're not number one and just stare at people waiting to, for them to congratulate us for cracking top 10 out of 12. <laughs> I hate the the need for attention. Never heard somebody so angry at a marathon finisher. Because I, in the five minutes I was waiting for Ernesto to get to me in his Hyundai Sonata, I just felt the wrath of not be saying congratulations. And it made me want to say it less, which I, I'm not shy to tell somebody like, tell a stranger, you know, I like something or congratulations or this or that, but the stairs did not make me want to. I, I worry about the mindset of marathoners too. In what be- way? Because, you know, we were joking a second ago about running 5k for shin splints, right? That's for a good cause. You raise some money, you help out some people in need. Those people with shin splints or cardio induced asthma or whatever you have. These people did the opposite. They paid money to go run 26.2 miles. I'm not an expert, but if I wanted to go out and run 26.2 miles, I could just go outside and run it and be done with it. You know, I guess I want to get a medal at the end. You can order one off of Etsy. You think so? You think, I'm sure people put them all the time for sale up on eBay. We should actually order one. If I'm going to order any award that I didn't earn, it's going to be an aggro crag from Glo- Global Guts. A what? You remember the show Global Guts on Nickelodeon? No. Guts. Wait, no, wait. Is that the one where they climb up the hill at yes. the end? Okay, the big mountain. Dun, 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 dun. No, 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 It was like a child's version of... It was like a child's version of... uh, American Ninja Ninja Warrior. Warrior. Yes, 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 yes. Except I think American Ninja Warrior was the adult version of Global Guts because I think Global Guts was around first. Scotty K, who works upstairs at US 99, he was on Ninja Warrior earlier this year. He was on a lot of like reality television athletic shows because he was also on... um, I almost said Save the Last Dance, so you think you can dance. (laughs) A slamming combo of dance and drama. That's how they describe Save the Last Dance on the the DVD How the hell do you know that? (laughs) There's no reason anybody should know that off the top of their head. That's not something that you just looked up and Googled. You knew that off the top of your head. So that's the difference between me and you because I don't remember things like that. I remember things off of beer cans. Like I remember when I was in college, I would drink Keystone Light and on the side of the beer can it said, Choices Hops, most selected grains and the finest malted barley all in a specially aligned can. I remember that. Well, why did you remember it? Because you read it one day and you were like, huh. No, because I read it a lot, usually about 10 times every weekend night. You want to know what I know by heart? That like, you would be like, what? And this actually is what got me my first job at Cold Stone because when you you don't apply at Cold Stone, you audition at Cold Stone. <laughs> and they ask you to do a talent in front of a group interview. Do you remember the Hillshire Farms commercials? <laughs> Even if I didn't, I bet you're going to remind me. 
I said a beef hot links. 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 I said a brat beef kabasa hot smoke sausage cheddar worst. I said a brat beef kabasa hot smoke sausage cheddar worst. When I say Hillshire, you say farms. Hillshire, say say farms. Oh, farms. Go me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We, we've learned so much. Julia has memorized the Hillshire Farm song. And if you ran a marathon, you are a complete dick. <laughs> Spanky's Corner. All right, Josh is somebody that we've known a very long time. He's a high-powered record executive here in the city of Chicago. Uh, not to be confused with Julia's boyfriend, Josh, or the other Josh that's a mixer here at B96. Uh, this is Josh, the record label executive. He's here in the building. He walked by and walked in the studio. He's like, yo. I listen to the podcast all the time. And he actually wrote out critiques of this podcast. Someone in the industry. Well, I wouldn't say they're all critiques. They're observations. They're questions. And there is a group of us fans of Spanky's Corner. Spankers. We call ourselves Spankers. You probably know that. Um, that have started a message board um, with questions. And these were some of the most popular questions. Okay. So We appreciate this kind of feedback. So I can, I can list them all or you can, you know, I can ask a question and you can this answer. Is, no, we want all of it. We all want all of it. This is already more engaged okay. than our boss actually is. Well, I mean. Our, our boss literally blew us off and said nobody listens. Yo, it's not even a lie. Josh, you know our big boss, Todd. We brought him in here and we asked him specifically specifically what he thought of our podcast. And not only does he not listen here, this is what he said. Well, yeah. you know, I'm glad you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's a good start. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if anybody's listening to it yet, but uh, like I told you, once you get up, well, what, once you get up to a certain amount of, uh, of, uh, of uh, streams, then I will d- participate and I'll critique it. Like I do your show. I just think that it's good that you're taking the initiative that you're starting this. And like I said, I'm letting you guys get, get, get your feet under you, get the thing going. And then I'll actually, actually listen to one. So now knowing what our boss thinks, go ahead, Josh, fire away. So, so the first question, which I'm sure you guys get all the time with your thousands of, of downloads and listens is, is a pretty simple question, which is who is spanky? You know, it's a podcast. Yeah. What's the next question? I've never heard Julia so quiet before. She's even stumped at the name of her own podcast. I'm not stumped. It just can't be spoken of. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, there's there's also like, an, and I could really do a deep dive and do 40 minutes just on this. We love the word deep dive is all about what our podcast is about. So we can tell you're an OG spanker. <laughs> I've, been, I've been spanking since episode one, baby. Um. So when when you're preparing a huge production like this and right. you have to go into details of a title, a photo shoot, a logo, imaging, music, and then to to get into the music, the theme music, the intro music of Spanky's Corner, a podcast. podcast. There's like this sensual guitar solo intro. Exactly. And you know, were there other options? Was were you just forced to use that? I just forced there literally was not um i believe in the in the developmental stage of spanky's corner a podcast um the themes were decided without any argument i i had that clear vision for the photo shoot right i said i want us to look rich but not too rich you, you kind of look like the picture kind of looks like if someone gave a hobo a thousand dollars like right. that's what they would look that's like a good that analogy I, I wanted to look like we're rich but we buy our luxuries at Marshall's. We're Rockford rich. Jackpot. 
then, you know. then, then nailed it. So the, the part about the intro music was as someone who's lived in Chicago, most of my in, entire life, uh, you know, grew up with this radio station with, with B96, the sensual guitar solo isn't very B96 centric, very, it doesn't really fit the profile of what right. I would think from a B96 podcast. It doesn't mean I don't love the sensual guitar solo, but Last week we talked about Hugh Laurie's pubes, so I don't think really anything we do on this yeah, it's not, fits a profile. Yeah, it's not really a B96 theme so so much as it is B96 after hours. Fair enough, fair enough. Ooh, um, look at that. Y- Hence the sexy guitar music. So I'll, I'll move on to, to the next thing on here, and this is actually probably my, my favorite thing about Spanky's Corner, is that it pretty much exists, at least as a spanker, as a listener, <laughs> only... To goof on Sonic and occasionally Kenzie. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is amazing. Right. You know, and as someone who knows Sonic a little bit, but not that much and gets most of my Sonic info just through this podcast, it creates an amazing profile of this human being. Now I have a question for you mm-hmm. um, as a spanker mm-hmm. listening <laughs> to, to Sonic and um, just getting to know him through the episodes. How would you describe him in one Sad. Way? <laughs> let me finish the sentence that's in, that's in my notes it's actually in my notes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. how would you describe kenzie Th- there's not one word to, to describe maybe kenzie. three whirlwind of emotion like oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's yes. fair yes it's it's fascinating and i don't think that there is a better accent or laugh in this entire okay. city than Kenzie. Yes. yes. And when I met her at first, okay. I thought maybe it was like a put, it was put on for the air. No. And then I spent half an hour with her at a bar with nope, you guys. I was like, her. oh that no, never mind. That's that's actually her. Yeah. So it's funny, we need a we need a title. We've been talking about trying to come up with a title for Sonic segment in mm-hmm. particular because uh, he's on every single week because every single week he just has a random story of stupidity. So, you know, think what about did that I come report up with back. the other day. It was, it was something that wasn't like, I don't, I wasn't crazy about it, but it fit. What was, I clearly think I, wasn't memorable if we can't think of it. I might've had it in my notes. It, I think it was just like, like the life of Sonic or something, or just like that's so Sonic. How about sad stories with Sonic? Cause oh, I feel like oh. they always kind of, and then you could get into your, or you know, so- Sonic sad life. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic sad life. Yeah. There could be a hashtag and everything. Yeah. It could be, we could encourage him to, you know, make some changes then make it more positive we don't want him yeah, to change he though to if he same. changes he literally will lose his career yeah, or the, have to be an insurance agent yeah, the, con- the content is too good the way it is now like yeah. are you kidding like he's he's really good at his job and it's for a reason okay yeah fair enough Makes what's sense. next on your list i was wondering what deaf person is in charge of cursing out the uh curse or bleeping out the curse words okay so the curse words that's an interesting i'm glad you brought that up so the curse words we don't need to do it on the internet but according to radio.com policies and we're still technically under the b96 and radio.com umbrella they prefer that we bleep out shit piss, fuck, cock, cock, fuck our tits. yeah i have an idea hmm. what if we made like a everywhere else version and then a radio.com version or do we have to do it on the podcast app because it's kind of it says radio.com under I'm sure it. we could figure it out because all you have to do is copy the the podcast pre bleep and then go back and bleep it after and we just put that on radio.com and have the unfiltered version Ooh, everywhere else because people want their unedited fucks I, yeah. people have complained about it and it, i understand i'd feel the same way it's it's just as a spanker it's enjoyable when like julia's like uh 
I cannot beep leave that shit beep like <laughs> I know and I yeah. am foul mouthed yeah. and I like thought about like not swearing just so like the stupid beeps aren't in there but I can't not like but, especially in the last episode we just did I, I think it's an incredible talent that you guys can switch from doing your every day of the week show without saying fuck and then do this podcast where it's a word that's used a lot this is why I need this yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. but you know what though if you noticed uh, the bleeps have been getting smaller and pretend. <laughs> and so as we go along, we're and we're like com- phasing out the bleeps. Yeah, we're that's literally, what I mean. Like Completely it's, misplaced it's, in the sentence. Yeah, it's literally just the you and fuck. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's gone from <laughs> f- to fuck, and now it's pretty much just fuck. In fact, uh, I might just say fuck right now and not even bleep it and see if anyone gets mad at us. Well, we had a, a bleep out a- last week because that was offensive. <laughs> I, I don't know what the context is, but I'm so offended right now. I'm so offended. Um, and then just the last thing on the list was, th- this was in the same uh, episode, but it was genuinely terrifying to listen to the, the, the episode start and realizing my friend Tyler, who is like the most sports-loving, like Chicago dude guy I know, who knows so much about boy bands. It was absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Shout out to Corbin. And then the, oh, only, the only thing that really got my mind off of it was literally trying to figure out Julia's lack of knowledge in geography, which was just terrifying. Oh, like who do we blame for this? I don't know. You know what? I don't know. And I like, I, I FaceTimed Josh that night and he was like, are you serious? And I she was legit like, thought Alaska was in the middle of the Pacific yeah, Ocean. It was, was the zoomed in. Yeah. And I went to a private school where education was supposed to be better. Well, the good news is, um, I don't know if it's Christmas this year. I don't know if it's your birthday, but you are getting a globe from this guy. Okay. I cannot wait. Will you yeah. please get me a globe? I'm getting you a globe. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. I, look, um, I looked them up while the podcast was going on. Like, there has to be a globe. I Julie's like, wait a minute. This shit's not flat? Yeah. Um, <laughs> after his description of you, I want you to change your bios on all your social media to dude guy. <laughs> <laughs> Spanky's Corner. A podcast. We're going to have a chat with Lauf. What's up? We're in the bowels right now. We're in an actual dungeon. I know. This is a dungeon. There's pipes everywhere. It's an interesting vibe. No joke. Right behind us is like some sort of water heater. Yeah. Um, and there's noises upstairs. I've hit my head on that thing five times. Yeah. That's but, great. But it's very it's, quaint. It's a great experience. Yeah. We were just talking outside where we're watching the people come inside for your show, which is sold out tonight. Mm-hmm. Who was the last artist you waited in the cold to see? Yeah. Oh, that's a... I don't know if I've ever done that. Well, who would you wait in the cold to see at this point, who, do you think? Okay, actually, you know what? Probably the closest thing I've done to that is when I was like 14 or so. I had a massive uh, crush on Miranda Cosgrove <laughs> from iCarly. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I actually went to like two of her concerts. It's crazy. I didn't know she did concerts. Yeah, she did, she did music. I didn't music. know she sang. She yeah. sang. She, she, she had a big song for a minute too. Yeah. Well, I just thought well, uh, she sang. Like, yep. I thought she just sang like they all I do, remember. like you know, with Nickelodeon and Disney. No. I didn't know she had a career with it. No, What's yeah, Miranda did. up to these days? I know. I have no idea. I have no idea. I mean, yeah, I don't keep up at all. But when we post this interview, let's tag her in it. Oh my God! And Hi, we, Miranda. We need to make that happen. <laughs> You're big time, man. Why can't you just slide into her DMs and be like, "Yo, can we collaborate? Can we? <laughs> oh can we do God. a song together?" I like, thought about that. Write her a song called Miranda. Oh man. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so congrats on the late, on the album coming out. Or? Thank you. I'm really excited. Yeah, I just announced. Uh, it's called How I'm Feeling. It comes out March 6th, which I know is kind of a long time from now. But I've been putting out a lot of singles, and I'm going to keep putting out singles. And for me, it's like the first proper project, because the last thing I put out was like 17 songs about one girl. And this album's much more diverse. So. Who decides how long to wait for it to come out? Is that you or is it's that like your a, people? It's like a collaboration between me and my people, yeah. I mean, I won't go into like the detail. It's pretty boring, the details of why we do things the way we do it. But Yeah. yeah. Is the album done? Like uh, It's not quite done. And that's part of the reason is because I've kind of chosen to release songs as I finish them a lot of the time. And like I've known the album concept for a while. So I've been kind of like the era is like was kind of like soft started and then like just recently we kind of released artwork and everything so so then when you put if if the album's not done so do you kind of put that march what march 6 is that right mm -hmm. uh that deadline on there does that mean oh okay now we have the finish line we have to be done by this date or well, yeah there's a finish line because uh, we're getting pr like vinyls printed and like cds and there's actually a quite a big i didn't realize this but there's like quite a big lead time you need for that yeah so i forget what the the finish date is I'm finishing some of the songs right now kind of going crazy on a few of them just because like I guess there's songs that I've written that like some songs happen super fast like I Like Me Better was like super fast like I'm So Tired was super fast Lonely was super fast but some of the songs I'll like write them and I love them but then I can't figure out how to finish them for months so and then once they're done do you like go back and kind of obsess over is this done yes. is it not yeah 100% that has to be the worst part yeah it's annoying <laughs> it's annoying but what's it's the good. last year been like for Lauf? crazy I mean some really really good uh, the beginning of this year is probably the worst time of my life ever I was just like mentally was just in an awful place um, but luckily I found some ways to get better which is really good so I'm really happy now good stable very stable good um yeah, but just a lot of working on the album, you know, aside from that. Kind of in the is that what led into this partnership with Microsoft? And, and so My explain that. And that yeah. was just kind of, uh, there's some stories about that last couple of days. So explain yeah. the partnership. Of course. And, and it, it, what the goal is with it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, basically, I started a project called My Blue Thoughts um, like two years ago. And it's been this thing I've been doing on every tour where I had this box that people could drop notes into and write whatever's on their mind. And I kind of wanted to give people a chance to just get something off their chest because for me, that's music. But like, you know, not everybody has music or is into music that way. Um, and people wrote about a lot of really beautiful things. People talked about, you know, like being in love with their best friend and not knowing how to deal with that, uh, dealing with eating disorder, like literally everything. Um, and so I'd always wanted to f find a way to make it kind of like a little bit more streamlined and just better. So recently with Microsoft, we kind of created, and you can see these at the shows, there's like literal big booths you can walk into that are like non-religious confessionals. And you can just say whatever, and they have this technology where it can change your voice. You can do a silhouetted avatar. It's fully anonymous. You can choose a location. And with the technology, it also can create keywords based on what you say. And it sorts it all out on this website where you can like see people all over the world on this map who are experiencing something similar to you. That is so cool. It's fun. Wow. It's a cool little thing. Did so. you come up with that concept on your own, or was there like, or did you guys kind of like sit in a room and like figure out what you wanted to do? It was with a lot. It? Of, we sat in the room a few times and kind of went back and forth. Yeah. It was a, actually a long process to kind of make it all work. Um, I mean, the original concept was something that I created, but yeah. 
That's awesome. That's cool. um, how long has it been out and going, the booths? The booth's just been this tour, so it's just been like, I don't know, like a week or so. So like only a couple cities. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's, been... is it here tonight? Yes, it's here oh, tonight. That's so cool. Yeah. That technology is crazy. No, it's really cool. Like it just, so it picks up keywords. And also in different languages. Really? So yeah. like if somebody says it in like French and somebody yeah. says it in English, they'll link them together? Yeah, they can, yeah. It's really cool. We live in the future, man. Yeah. That technology is <laughs> wild. Insane, I so. mean, not, not, not in the future down here in this old place <laughs> next to the water here, but yeah. everywhere else we're yeah. in the future. Yeah. Do you like playing these size venues? Because this is I one do. of the best places to see a show in the city of Chicago. Really? It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I love it. I feel like I'm, this is kind of like, on this tour, I've been doing everything from like 2,500 to like some venues are like 6,000. And to me, this is like such a perfect size because it still feels intimate enough um, but it's also like crazy energy, you know, because I went from playing my first tour was like playing rooms to like 100 people and stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. I've been touring since the very beginning before any of my songs are really like kind of popping off. So it's really cool to be in a place now where I'm playing these venues and stuff. Um, what are you most excited for on this album? Ooh, um, I have a song about my favorite bar. I think I'm the most excited about that song. It's crazy. <laughs> I knew you'd get excited yeah, over okay. there. So, so, <laughs> tell me more about this bar. Where is it located? What's it so about? So it's in LA. The song is called El Tejano. I've been doing kind of like teases in some of my visuals. Um, it's They have margaritas the size of your head. Really? Yep. Really good. Some good Mexican food. Um, it's just a great vibe. It's very non-LA, so that's why I love it. Sounds like a love song I can actually get behind for once. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I think you'll like it. I think both of you guys will like it. Where is the bar at? Um, it's in like North Hollywood. Okay. The coolest bar I've been to in LA is uh, Davy Wayne's. Oh, Davy Wayne's. Okay, classic. I could write a song yeah, yeah, about yeah. that. Do it. <laughs> Davy Wayne's is a classic. They've got like, they've got, like uh, alcoholic snow cones. Like, how can you not? Wait, I didn't realize that. I've been there a bunch of times. I didn't know that. Go back. It's in the outside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. Thanks for the tip. You're welcome. Love that. That's amazing. <laughs> Do you have any, uh, any songs on this album about your puppy? The funny thing is I have a, I do. Yeah, I do. I have a song that's literally yes. Is it called Billy? Maybe. Yes, it's called Billy. Wow, look yes, at that. It's called we're, Billy. We're like little detectives. It's over crazy. Here. Yeah, I'm super excited about that song too. It's very wacky. For if for people just listening to this, Billy's running around here. He's a little somewhere. teacup Pomeranian. Awesome puppy. Yeah, I love him. You just missed the word he used because I knew you would have appreciated it. Wacky. Oh, wacky is a great wacky. word. Yeah? Yeah. Do you like that word? word? Fantastic If you word. could yeah. bring back any word, what word would you bring back? We have this conversation uh, literally every day. I'll give um, you an example. Like, oh, I know. For me, it would be like cahoots, which I think is a great Whoa. word. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm even going to go back that far. You know what? And maybe it's just because I say this and it's at this point maybe somewhat cringy, but I wish it wasn't. I want people to, when people say swag, I want that to come back. Mm. You're just like, oh, swag. I love that. People, like, as like word. You know what I mean? Yeah, because people use it now to describe like clothing. Yeah. Like, yeah. like do you want some like B96 swag? You know yeah, what I mean? Which I don't love that use personally, but I love no matter what someone says to me, I just say, oh, swag. Swag. <laughs> instead of saying cool. Like Justin Bieber boyfriend. <laughs> swag. Swag <laughs> on you. So, yeah. Okay, I like yeah, that. Yeah. So we have Crunk on the list. Mm, crunk. crunk, that's a great one. Oh, I should have said Crunk. Friday, I hit you with Tally Ho. Tally Ho. Uh, in a Jiffy. Wow. Oh, you I, guys, okay, you guys are way more creative I, than I me. I do say Jiffy. What were the other ones? We have millions. There's, there's hundreds. Yeah, wait, I want to hear some more. I, um, I need to hear some more. We actually need to act, oh, probably get organized Gucci. Oh, it's like, all Gucci. That's Gucci. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I, I like Fresh. Oh, that's fresh. See? Yeah, exactly. See how fresh. it just flows off your tongue? Also, do people say that's tight anymore? I feel like they don't. They don't, no, but they should. No, they should. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, that's a bomb. Yeah. Fresh. 
opposite. Oh my word. We should have a conversation only just as these words. <laughs> just no context. <laughs> oh my God. Really quick, do you want to hit him with an F Mary Kill? Go for it. Oh boy, my favorite part. F Mary Kill. Hot Pockets. Ooh. Oh, okay. This is this will be easy. Pizza Rolls mm-hmm. or Bagel Bites? So they're all different types of pizza. I would say... Convenience pizza. Oh, I know. I know what it would be. Definitely the, the rolls would be kill. Wow. Yeah. It's a hot take. Um, F would be Bagel Bites and Mary would be Hot Pockets. Okay. Yeah. Sustainability in the Hot Pockets. I get it. Yeah. I love them. <laughs> they're amazing. Except for the only problem is when you microwave them and the, the center is really cold and everything else yes. is burning hot. Sad. They haven't quite figured that out. No. And, but like, I feel like the people that put them in ovens, like, are you trying to prove you're mature? That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. It's like, I don't know. I wish I could come up with a good comparison, but it's like taking something really cheap and put in doing a very fancy process for it. Exactly. It's kind of strange. Do you think with your partnership with Microsoft, they can kind of find some sort of technology to help alleviate some of that? <laughs> To make the overall, that would be amazing. The overall bagel bites and hot pocket experience a little bit better for everybody. I love that. Yeah, I'll have to just ask keep them. it in mind next yeah. time we're talking to them about something way more serious than that. But when you talk to them, just bring it up. Love yeah. pocket. Got you. Love pocket. Exactly. Love Good it. to your show. Cool. Spanky's corner. Uh, I think I'm gonna marry pizza rolls. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna fuck hot pockets and I'm gonna kill bagel bites. Because bagels in general are some of the most overrated breakfast or any time of day uh, uh, things out there. Pizza rolls, they're always reliable. They're always there for you. They're uh, they are delicious in very small doses, uh, much like how you want your partner to be in marriage. And Hot Pockets, you just have fun with them. Rub them all over your body and move on. Okay. Totally different than yours. I'm going to fuck a Hot Pocket. Actually, you just said fuck Hot Pocket. Yeah, but, so, so but far the you're other, exactly but, identical to me. Okay, I'm going to fuck a Hot Pocket. They're a temporary fill. Mm. They don't complete me. <laughs> <laughs> and they come in varieties when I want to spice it up. Um, <laughs> do I want a ham and cheddar? Do I want a pizza? Do I want a breakfast? Either do way, I want a breakfast? It's going to be a good time either way. Is it summertime? Do we want something lean? <laughs> I am going to marry bagel bites. Mm. Pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. When pizza's on a bagel, you can eat pizza any time. That's the second food-related song that I know that so met. well. That's almost embarrassing. Oh, Kelly's here. And Kelly, I'm just Kelly, jump on this. And I, this I, en- I enjoy them, but I'm just gonna kill the pizza rolls just because the other two hold. So much more weight to me, Kelly. Go on the it's, mic. It's just a question, on, Kelly. It's just it, a question. It's a very easy it, question. You'll be able to answer it, Kelly. What do you do here? Explain your title here at the B ninety six. I am the brand and activation manager. Ooh, it's very what important. Does that mean? It means nothing. Oh, well, uh, you do something important. I you activate our brand. I like the word activate. Yeah. yeah, they wanted to make it fancy. It's like marketing and promotions. Yeah. F Mary Kill Bagel Bites Hot Pockets Pizza Rolls. This is the type of award-winning content you just walked into. Okay, when you wait. Say out it again. Sheets. Bagel bites. Okay. Hot pockets. Pizza rolls. F Mary Kill. And it's <sighs> it's like hot, it's like hypothetical. Like okay. obviously. <laughs> yeah, you're not really gonna marry I one feel- of these. <laughs> oh, I'm not. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, some artists when we ask them that get so put off by it. I'm like, come on. Okay, I might be really out of the norm, but I'm gonna kill bagel bites. Girl, we're identical so far. Okay. You that, yeah. I am going to. I'm just going to F the hot pocket. Yeah, there we are. And I'm going to marry the pizza rolls. Yeah. Because I could kill like a whole bag of pizza rolls. Telling you. Every day. Is that, right. what, is that the exact one you did? Yes. Huh. Yeah. 
I just feel like bagel bites don't have the quality that people think they, they do. They don't. They're a very overrated treat. I, yeah, I love agree. them. That's yeah, what I, I grew up on. But if you if it came down to Hot Pockets, pizza rolls, or bagel bites, bagel bites in any scenario, always number three. Pizza every in time. the morning, pizza in the evening, pizza at supper time. Yeah, no, I know what the jingle right. says, but that doesn't make it any better. But it makes it more fun. But if you try hard, you can eat a Hot Pocket at breakfast because they have the... Ham and cheddar. They have the ham and cheddar. <laughs> I know, but that's why I chose to, well, I chose to F it because there's different variations of it when I want to spice it up. I liked how right. we stopped saying fuck when somebody with a big long title walked in this room. Do you notice that? <laughs> oh, I just thought we couldn't swear. <laughs> oh, we could swear. Well, it depends. We're trying to figure that out because radio.com doesn't love it when we swear. Oh. Well, I, we do a bleep version for them and then we do the, the raw dog version. version for our Spotify and <laughs> I iTunes I got to figure listeners. out how to do that, though. I'm not sure how we can do that. Are we not allowed? I don't know. It goes to a different playlist. I got to figure that thing out. All right. All right. Thanks, Callie. You're so welcome. Will you retweet this on your Twitter? Oh, my God. To all my hundreds of followers. Thank you. Be a good human being and subscribe. Rate, review the mess you just heard. Thanks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.